Welcome to the 7 Days to Amazing podcast, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week. Now your host, Sharon Haver of FocusOnStyle.com. Cheeksters, I am Sharon Haver, and you are about to be amazed. I have a very special guest on today's episode of Seven Days to Amazing. I'm sure he's a familiar face to many, and to those who don't really know him just yet, well, you will most certainly want to read his new book, which is a play on words of something I know I say almost every day. I mean, just ask my husband. Carson Kressley is an Emmy Award-winning TV personality, style expert, fashion designer, and New York Times best-selling author. Best known for his years as the fashion expert on Bravo's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, where he was one of the show's Fab Five. Carson has many current and upcoming projects, including Logo TV's RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars, Celebrity Family Feud, and of course, his new book, Does This Book Make My Butt Look Big? A Cheeky Guide to Feeling Sexier in Your Own Skin and Unleashing Your Personal Style. Carson is also starring on NBC's Celebrity Apprentice, scheduled for airing in January 2017. And he began his career as an independent stylist and worked with major designers, including Ralph Lauren. A few years later, he then took a leap into television in 2003 when he gained great exposure as the fashion savant on Queer Eye, which won him a primetime Emmy. Carson has frequently appeared on talk shows as a fashion critic, commentator, including The Oprah Winfrey Show, Good Morning America, Live with Kelly and Michael, The Queen Latifah Show, Bethany, and The Wendy Williams Show. Carson has also hosted multiple TV shows, including Lifetime's How to Look Good Naked, ABC's True Beauty, and competed on several reality competition shows, such as Big Brother Australia and the 13th season of Dancing with the Stars. Whoosh, let me catch my breath. Welcome, Carson Cressley. I am thrilled to have you here with us today. Ah, thanks, Sharon. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So, I you've got quite the impressive bio, and everything from a gazillion TV shows to an Emmy to your new book and your other book. But how did it begin? How did you start out being, you know, everybody's best fairy godfather, fairy godfather stylist? I mean, how did you just um, start in here and like just like zhuzh up America? Or the well, I was, um, you know, I always loved clothing, and, you know, I grew up um, outside of Allentown, Pennsylvania in the 1970s, and uh, I loved, you know, television back then. I loved Rhoda, and I loved the Brady oh, Bunch. Oh, Rhoda's best, yeah. Um, you know, all of the stuff that, you know, I didn't really see where I was growing up. I would watch it on TV and be like, gosh, that's so fabulous, and I just always loved it. I had, a, you know, a very fashionable mom. Um, she still is, and... Uh, it, you know, she just was um, would get dressed up because that's what you did back then. I mean, if you went to a friend's cocktail party, I remember she would go in long, like Bob Mackie kind of cocktail gowns or hostess gowns um, to these parties, and people just don't do that anymore. So um, I just thought that the world was pretty glamorous, and I was fortunate I had a mom that said, you know, you dress up on the weekends to go to church, you know, you wear this to go to dinner, 
Um, this is what you wear when you're playing. Like we had, you know, wardrobes for different things, and we were very middle class and not fancy, um, but it was a different time. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I actually came from a background where um, we had, I don't want to call it rules, but we had sort of situations. We didn't come from a lot of money, but we learned how to make the most of what we had. And, you know, I'm, I was kind of raised on the floor of Lowman's trying to find the best designer clothes, you know, on the rack and judging things by their seeming. And, and I owe my background in fashion to my mom, too. And I think it's it sounds like it's the same with you that it just came naturally to you because it was sort of part of your upbringing. And I think for so yeah. many women, it's difficult. They didn't have that. They didn't have our mom. Yeah. You know, they're floundering. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I, I realized this too, when I did Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, you know, I would just give these guys, you know, pretty basic advice. Like, you know, a blue blazer is going to make everything look better. And if your jeans fit, um, it's going to be much more attractive. And of course you, you know, everything needs to be clean and, and whatnot. So, um, I think at some point, you know, guys lost their fashion role models because their dads didn't have to buy them their first suit and they didn't have to teach mm-hmm. them how to tie a tie because no one, you know, a lot of people don't have to get dressed up anymore. And I think probably the same thing has happened with our young women today is that, you know, everything is so casual that they didn't learn a lot of fashion rules from their mom or about clothing construction or about style. Um, so people are hungry for that information, and um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to write the book and get it all in there and just, you know, provide a roadmap to finding your own personal style. I didn't want to tell people, buy this, do that. Um, I want to help them navigate this huge fashion landscape we have right now and figure out what looks great on them and what makes them feel amazing and what their signature look can be. No, absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's just so many people I know when, when I have clients and when I, I go speaking, they're like, well, you know, tell me, tell me what do I have to have? And it's like, well, you have to have what works on you. You need to be your own stylist. It's like you need to have right. that ability before you, you know, pick up a magazine. You'll read, you know, the three things to buy today, but that's, that's magazine. That's editorial. That's not getting dressed. And that's kind of right. what I loved, loved about your book, besides the, the name of it, because, you know, I was like a pre-Kardashian with does this butt look big? You know, when I was in right. you know, it's like ask my husband, but, you know, when I was in my, my best friend, Richard, when I, when I was like a size 2-4, he would look at me in white pants and tell me I was cinema one and cinema two. So, you know, I'm, oh. I'm, very, I'm very used to like, does this book, book make my butt look big? Does, it, does my life make my butt look big? You know, so right. I think as I'm reading your book, it, 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 it resonates so much to me and I know probably to others, the other listeners, style is more about feeling confident in your skin and not like, you know, is it that shoe or this shoe? Yeah, those things are important, but it's all part yeah. of the, the big picture. And that's what you're, I think that you're trying to impart. And, and, and does this book make my butt look big? Yeah, I wanted to, I mean, first of all, I wanted to have a, a funny title because, um, you know, I'm always like taking pictures around all over the place and, you know, a lot of times I'll caption them, you know, does this uh, camel make my butt look big? It's, just, <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. And um, I wanted the tone of the book from very, from the front cover and from the title to be disarming for women. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of women would say they're stressed in the morning. They don't know what to wear. They have a million things that they can't get dressed and and the whole fashion thing kind of stresses them out. So I wanted to just get people laughing from the start and relaxed and say, listen, this should be fun. We're not, you know, curing cancer here. We're, having exactly. we're supposed to be having fun with it. So that was the idea. And then to your point about, you know, uh, 
feeling comfortable in your own skin, that's the start of looking good in anything, in any kind of clothing. You really have to be confident um, in your body, in your skin, and with who you are. And I did a show on Lifetime called How to Look Good Naked, mm-hmm. in which we, you know, gave women these makeovers. They looked phenomenal. And then when their confidence was peaking, we would say, you look so good. Why don't we do a tasteful nude photo shoot, and then we'll put your pictures up on a billboard, and then all your friends and family will come and see it. And it sounds crazy, and it was very stunty, but it got the job done because I, I learned to teach women how to uh, minimize the negative thing. And everybody has things they don't like on their body. Their thighs everybody. are too big, or yeah. their, their butt's too big, or too small, or too tall, or too short, or whatever. So really, it's about minimizing those real or perceived flaws and maximizing the great things that um, you have going on. And um, I talk about that a lot in the book, that, you know, getting comfortable in your own skin is the first step to looking great in clothing. And knowing what works on you. I know one of the things which was really kind of crazy for me is way back when when I was a stylist, I did a shoot with a bunch of – bathing suit it was a bathing suit competition it was like i forgot what the name of it was but it was like right. a miss america for swimwear so here all these girls had these like perfect bodies and i'm like oh my god you know and they were like shooting me too i'm like oh great you know and I'm, i got to stand next to these these women and then they all came in and you thought they were all you know god's gift to, to anatomy but each one of them had their own little neuroses on no i can't wear that it'll make my waist look too wide no i can't wear this so even though they had great bodies what was more interesting from working with them is that they knew how to make their body look just incredible that they knew right. what to take control and here you know people would say ah if she's got a perfect body she can wear anything but nobody's perfect no, everybody has that something. And just like you said, you know, learning to dress for your body type, learning what works for you um, can really, you know, boost your own confidence and always keep you looking great in everything that you wear. And it's it's something I help women navigate through on TV, on makeover shows, but also in the book, like finding those pieces mm-hmm. that are right for you. And you alluded to it earlier in your intro that it's not about what's on trend necessarily. No. Something might not be trendy but it might be the best shape for you. And I say, go ahead and wear it, you know, and you can do something trendy somewhere else. You could, you know, have a trendy piece of jewelry or a trendy bag. But if you trendy need to wear haircut, like pants yeah. in black, exactly. or if you need a certain kind of haircut to make your face shape look best, you need to really embrace those things that truly rock it out for you. And then you can have fun, you know, in other places and keep it trendy and keep it colorful or whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, especially I know when I work with older women and entrepreneurs and they're like, I can't be trendy. I can't be trendy. But it's like, right. You can't look like your 1982 high school yearbook photo either. You know, you need to look modern and classic and and contemporary and with it. And otherwise, you know, when you look dated and you're especially as a woman in business, if you come walking into a room and maybe you can address this because I, I know I've get this from a lot of women, you know, they, they look dated. They look like they're old yearbook photos and it's kind of scary. Right. And they're so afraid to change, but they don't realize in today's culture, your Facebook photo is like someone else's magazine cover. You are judged in a, you know, in a few seconds. So if you come in looking dated and drab, people are just automatically going to assume whatever comes out of your mouth is going to be dated and drab and not with it. And, and you need to look current so when someone is in that situation where she's just been ignoring her appearance for right. so long because she didn't have to how does she just make it how does she put the zhuzh in? 
I think that's a great point. I mean, I totally agree that, um, you know, especially business women and, and people who are out there, you know, your, your look is oftentimes your calling card. And whether mm-hmm. we like it or not, people, you know, judge us on their first impressions and what they see. And I think you need to look on brands. You need to look mm-hmm. with it and, like, you know what's going on. And we're such a fast-paced society, and everything's about digital and media. And you can, you know, text something to someone in two seconds. It's about speed. So looking up-to-date is really important. Um, and the way to achieve that, if you get in a fashion rut, if you've been out of the workplace for a number of years, if you've been busy raising your kids and you just haven't taken the time to take care of yourself, whatever the reason, um, you get out of that rut a couple of different ways. I mean, we all get um, our teeth cleaned a couple times a year. Oh, we yeah. have annual physical. Um, you should do the same thing with your clothes, your hair, and your makeup. So um, for your hair, you could see your stylist. Um, your favorite stylist, and just say, listen, I know we've been doing this for a number of years. If you had a clean slate and the world was your oyster, what would you do? And then you probably might not want to go that extreme, but there might be um, baby steps towards that, which gets you changing your look and updating. Um, Same thing for makeup. You know, every town has a department store with, you know, we're very fortunate. They have pretty sizable and um, – impressive beauty counters that have a wide variety of products and beauty experts, they'll be happy to give you a little, you know, makeup update 101. And yes, they're going to want to sell you some of their products. You might fall in love with a new product that you didn't realize. You don't have to buy the whole array, but Mm -hmm. it's great just getting a fresh, you know, a a new opinion, a fresh set of eyes. And then for your clothes, I mean, I think it's having, you know, what's really helpful is having a fashion role model. Somebody you know, that's maybe in your field in business or somebody that's a celebrity that you relate to or someone who works at one of your favorite stores who always is put together so beautifully and see what they're wearing. If they look up to date, you can, you know, adapt some of those pieces. Maybe it's an asymmetrical jacket. Maybe it's a really geometric, you know, cool brass or gold earring that looks super modern. Maybe it's a stacked heel shoe that just updates what you already have. But you can look to those people for clues, um, or you can even see a personal uh, stylist or personal shopper at one of those department stores. And, um, you know, it's something, it seems like a treat, but it's actually, you should treat it like your medical care and your dental Absolutely. care. Something that you need to invest in for you so you can do your job better and you can feel better about yourself and you can take better care of your family and you can be hotter for your husband. Um, <laughs> It's something that you do for yourself, but it has a lot of far-reaching benefits, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, when you started the thing, too, is about your teeth. You go to the dentist. I think another thing that happens with women at a certain age is, you know, you need, you need to brighten your teeth up, ladies. You know, maybe it's just a clear red lipstick or maybe it's just some, you know, white strips. But that's one of the easiest things. You could take a few years off your face by just, like, brightening up your teeth right there. And I Yeah, I have a, a thing in the book, and it's called, like, you know, the quick, you know, instant makeover five, and one of those is, you know, get a teeth whitening, use white strips, like, brighten the smile, get a blowout, mm-hmm. uh, fresh manicure, things that are, you know, $20-ish um, that can, you know, make a big difference, um, and that's kind of how I start out the book, and then we talk about, you know, obviously getting more in-depth with, with your look. So it, what about if someone is just, like, they just don't even know where to start. Like, they are just 
so fashion phobic. And now it's like, you know, their ka-ching is on the table. Like they know that in their career, they got to step it up. Where do you think is right. the best place that someone can go to step it up? Um, I think if, you know, if it's regarding like a job and you have to kind of overhaul your look to really um, maybe get a promotion or, God forbid, even just keep your job, I think right. that's when you want to, you know, this is an investment. You know, career clothing is a little bit different than just fun, you know, sportswear. It's worth the investment because it's it's part of how you make your living. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in that situation, really see a professional. Um because they can help you from wasting your money on buying something that's not appropriate or that's not going to last or that doesn't have enough, you know, classic detail to, to live many seasons for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, see those those personal shoppers at your favorite department store. You know, Macy's has them, Neiman's has them. Any range um, in between there will have them. And they really do know what they're doing, and they're going to want to do a good job to get you back into the store and to keep you as a client. And they're, they really are the pros. Um, so, if you can't do that, then it's about, you know, doing your homework. You know, get a great magazine that, you know, kind of just lays it out. Follow, um, like I was talking about, style uh, icons or style muses or people that you want to be your role model. Follow them on Instagram or Pinterest. See what they're wearing. Um, you just have to really educate yourself. I mean, some people just have an inherent knack for style and they can put things together and they're interested in it, so they keep it up to date. And then other people need to study more and yeah to, um, there's know, an awareness issue minutes. yeah exactly and, and I think I know also is with style especially for me and for a lot of people I've worked with in my programs and clients the awareness issue goes beyond clothes it goes into you know art architecture design your home the furniture around you it's just opening up your eye and i i too believe yeah. in having your own style icons and people to help guide you by just being in, it's just inspiration it's inspiration and awareness so style is everywhere i mean you know you could find you could find like roseanne's old couch and, and make it cool if it was in the right setting but if you're on doing like a webcam video and you're trying to sell yourself on facebook and your entire backdrop looks like the set of roseanne you know it's not right <laughs> It ain't going to fly. So it's just, stylist for me, it's all around. So if somebody just needs to be more aware in their life on a general basis, what do you suggest to just take them, to just help them open their eyes? Yeah, I think it's almost like, um, it's almost like, you know, you almost have to like kind of meditate on it and, and not just sit there and quiet and think, but like looking at images. You know, for me, it's so visual. Um, and if I... Um, you know, Instagram and Pinterest for me are big. They're really, especially Pinterest, because you can follow people that have similar tastes. And um, it's just, to me, that's such a rich kind of resource. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and, free. Know, getting, out, getting out, yeah, it's free. Um, getting out into the stores. I mean, I love retail, and I call myself a retail enthusiast, and I love merchandising, and mm-hmm. um, I love that world. But even if I just go, you know, walk through Bloomingdale's or walk through a good department store occasionally, I see how they're putting looks together on the mannequins. I see what's new. I see what trends are kind of emerging. Um, and it just, it really inspires me. Now, I don't buy all that stuff, um, but I get inspired by seeing what's out there. And a lot of times I'll say, wow, I kind of have like um, a long camel coat that I had from like, you know, the 90s. And I'm going to like reinvent that because exactly. I'm seeing it on display at Bergdorf's now. It's like cool again. So 
it um, sometimes, you know, even helps me. So just getting out there, opening your eyes and taking a few minutes, you know, in a day, if you have an extra five minutes, go to an art museum, go to a great store, um, you know, go someplace that kind of, you know, just inspires. You know, even looking at the great outdoors, looking at flowers, just, you know, I'm not a fan of pink, but sometimes I'll look at flowers and in that rich fusion, I'm like, I really like that. And then I'll suddenly find myself adding, you know, wearing a, like a pink blouse the next day that I didn't even know I owned. Because right. Because it opened my eyes and subconsciously it inspires you. Yeah, some of the, the greatest color combinations in the world are just, you know, right outside your door. Like exactly. in the spring, like daffodils and hyacinths. I love, you know, purples and yellows and grays and greens. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's a great point. And it's just, you know, just you can find inspiration almost anywhere. So that, that brings me as well into color. I don't know. This is one of my pet peeves, but I don't know. I have no idea what you're going to say on it. So let's find out. But when people say to me, I went to a color therapist and she said I was, you know, I don't know. I know I've been the fifth season, but I'm a fall or I'm a this or I could never right. wear black. What do you think about all that stuff? Um, I think, you know, some of those have some validity and it's a, it's a good starting point. But I think um, – I'm such a fan of color, and I think color is so powerful in the way we feel and the way it kind of reflects back on our face and affects our complexion and affects our mood that I don't want to say to somebody, you can't wear this color uh, mm-hmm. because they might love that color. Um, and it, maybe it will look terrible up against their skin. You know, I can't wear, like, chartreuse yellow-green. It makes me look like I'm, you know, like I'm, my, I'm sallow and just terrible-looking. Um, but I love that color. But if I find a suede loafer in that color or a pair of Todd's driving mocks in that color, mm-hmm. I get the feeling of wearing that color and I can look down at them and be like, gosh, you're so pretty. I love this color. It makes me happy. No, um, I agree. It's not I'm... up by my face where it's, yeah. you know, going to be a problem. So I think it's about embracing your favorite colors, learning how to wear your colors. Um, and also, you know, black is easy. I love black. It's chic. Uh, head to toe, you do a pop of great jewelry like turquoise or pearls or whatever, and you can look instantly amazing so quickly but um it's like only living on chocolate cake when there's so many other desserts out there (laughs) um so i you know i love you know fuchsia and bright colors and i love you know head to toe red is amazing and can be very slimming because it's still monochromatic um so i'm not a big believer in rules when it comes to color yeah nor am i and the same thing with color too like i love chartreuse also but I um, I use it as an accent, and I also have like a favorite chartreuse vase in the house that I stare at, you know, by my desk. Right. And yeah. No. It's just it's in other ways. It may not be near my face, which makes me look like you know a, a canary, but someplace else, right. I just think it's such a happy color. Exactly. Exactly. So the, let's talk about your life a little bit. I mean, I know you're all over the place between you know on and off with TV shows and the books and everything else, but. Give right. people an idea, like, in seven days, like, what, 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 what does your life look like? Oh, it's, you know, it's always different, uh, which I love. And, um, you know, I came to New York and I started working for Ralph Lauren pretty soon after college. And um, in those early days, it was a very, you know, I had a very, like, seven-to-seven seven job where I was assisting Ralph Lauren's brother, Jerry. And um, I didn't love the monotony of going to the office every day, although it was a wonderful experience and fabulous people. Um, And then eventually I started traveling and styling a lot of their catalog looks and runway shows. So I got 
that, you know, out-of-the-office moment. But for the last 13 years working in television and, and fashion, I've um, been more of a, you know, freelancer, and I've had this, you know, great uh, schedule where every day is different. So, um, you know, this week I've been doing a lot of talk shows, Wendy Williams, Live with Kelly. Um, I'll do the same thing in L.A. next week. So maybe one day I'm doing a talk show, promoting a show. I have a new show coming out on Game Show Network called Window Warriors, which I think you're <laughs> going to love uh, yeah. because it is about um, – the wizardry that happens behind the scenes in creating beautiful storefronts and beautiful window displays. Um, I know that's quite an art. It really is um, it, to have that to is. have that whole story in such a limited space. Yeah. So that show, um, you know, I might take that one day. It's called Window Warriors. It comes out in November. Um, so that's you know something. Uh, I usually work on a you know clothing collection or two for either a retailer or um, a television retailer. So, you know, it might be looking at designs and uh, going out and looking at samples, walking the stores, seeing what's current. Um, then some days I love um, my big, huge hobby is showing horses. So mm. if I'm lucky, maybe I can escape one day and go to a horse show. I just went to St. Louis last week and competed. So that's a fun thing. Um, and then um, – yeah, that's it's kind of always different. You know, I spend a lot of time traveling back and forth to L.A. So between, like, television projects, book projects, clothing projects, and my horses, I'm pretty booked up. And then um, I do a bunch of um, – philanthropy sounds so, like, serious. and um, <laughs> But I sit on the board at Philadelphia University, and it's primarily, you know, started out as a fashion college. And um, so sometimes I'll have, like, a trustee meeting or I'll go to campus and work with students. Um, and I do that with, like, three or four other charities, um, one of which I played for on The Celebrity Apprentice, which comes out in January. That's pretty amazing. So if you have, because you have one of the most, you know, varied, versatile weeks, and you're you're just so lucky that way. But if you can have your perfect dream seven days, what would how, how would you spend it? Oh, perfect dream seven days? I mean, uh there's so many. I mean, on a beach in Greece yeah. um, with some hot guy named Stavros would be great for seven <laughs> days. Um, but, um, you know, I I love to work. So I think, you know, I, my dream seven days would probably be um, hosting a morning talk show like five days a week and then going to ride horses every afternoon and then going to my farm in the country for the weekend. That would be like perfection. And then yeah, maybe the Greek guy named Stavros could be there as well. Yeah, as long as he uses deodorant in the city, right? So sure, I yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be really great to have you on a morning talk show. I know I'd be the one sitting there watching you with somewhere between my green tea and my, my dark coffee or both. <laughs> so if there yes. is something that you could tell someone, any of the listeners, listeners, what they can do in their own lives this week what their takeaway points can be to make their life just more amazing. What do you suggest that they could do? Oh, I mean, a little easy thing is, you know, uh, remove all the things in your closet that don't fit you right now. Because when you go to look at your closet and you see all these things that maybe are too small or too big, or they're just kind of like examples of like things that aren't working. So it's much better to start with only things that work, only things that fit and flatter. And that immediately takes a buzzkill out of your morning. You're immediately mm -hmm. met with success. 
and it's it just starts off um, as a better day. Um, so I think that's like that's a real easy like it's an actual thing you can do. And you just say that in your book, you talk about it, call it the 10-step closet enema, which I just love. I mean, we're going to be doing yes. a renovation here, and I'm like, I will be having a huge closet enema myself. So I just have love it. calling it that. <laughs> and it feels so good. Oh, it feels um, so great. So much lighter. Sort of bad pun. Exactly. <laughs> so what's the best way for listeners to connect with you? We have the book. Does this book make my oh. butt look big? And they can find that coming out when I know that I'm going to, I read my copy again this morning. I just, it's just such a beautiful book. And I also, I have to tell you, I love the size of it. I don't know. Thank it, you. To me, yeah. I just, it, cause it's almost like a magazine size, yet it's hard covered and it's an interesting size for a book. And there's something about, for me, at least when I, you're holding something and it's just the feeling you get from it. And it's just, it just feels very stylish to me. And it's just, Thank I just you. love looking at it. And it's Thank cheeky. You. Yeah, we we did we wanted to do um fashion illustrations so it was timeless and it's right. really a reference book that you could go back to. And you can just read section by section. You know, there's some fun autobiographical things in there about my own either fashion triumphs or fashion foibles. Um and um yeah, I love the way it looks and the way it turned out. I, yeah. I wanted it to be pretty to look at and be um inspiring. So I really appreciate that. Um, fans can find me on social media at Carson Cressley. That's uh, C-A-R-S-O-N-K-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. And um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest. And uh, I don't know what else is there, Snapchat. I'm on all of them. And um, you can see what I'm doing in the world of fashion. Um, and you can also keep up with um, when you can watch me on TV. Yeah. And we want to see you, and, and hint, hint to anyone listening, we'd like to see you in a morning talk show. I know. Let's put that out there in the let's universe. Put that Thank out you. there, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I noticed about you and the horses. I mean, you you do English. I know I have, we have a place out west. I tried doing western, and I was thinking that I was going to be a barrel racer. But I will really save that for my next life because it wasn't too successful. No, it's, I've thought that, too. No, that's too fast for me. I'm just, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looks so good. Yeah, I'll, I'll channel my Dale Evans another way, but, you know, it's just rough. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. And thank um, you. this is great. And I think there's so many wonderful things that people want to listen to. And besides, look at your book time and time again. I think there was just so much great value in today's um, conversation that you guys are going to want to listen to this again and get so many takeaways from Carson. And then you always have the book to keep with you for the rest exactly. of your life and, and go back to. So thank you again, Carson. Does this so book welcome. make my butt look big? And thank you. Great to see, to see you. Thanks well so tough. much for having me. Same here. Okay, thank you for being here. Talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye. That's a wrap. Well, not so fast. Don't forget to hop over to FocusOnStyle.com for exclusive content to help you live your most amazing life with style and success. For even more great stuff that Sharon only shares by email, subscribe to her in the know list at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. See you next time.